just like Tony Stark has Iron Man, Bruce Wayne has Batman, for some Bruins fans, it's the same thing. You know that TD Garden's gonna be rocking, and I can't wait. There are Bruins fans. Let's go, Bruins! Then there are Bruins super fans. So, like, dressing up for that, getting into it, getting into the energy of the game, it's just really fun. There's a crew that do this, sort of like uh, Bruins Avengers. From the thunderous Viking known as Big Scary Man Guy. I wanted the Viking spirit, I wanted a warrior spirit, and I am, listen, 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 we're not losing tonight. Not with me in the building, baby, I'll tell you right now. To the power couple of Bees fandom, with their black and gold Fortress okay. of Solitude, the rollerblading Xanadu. Go for and his wife, sure. Zana Duchess. That's why I do this, is just getting people pumped up um, on game day, but a lot of times not not game day. It's nice to kind of get the ladies involved too and get them pumped up, because it's usually a lot of guys. They put every ounce of their passion behind the Bruins, any way they can. The Big Scary Man guy is all about setting the tempo. You'll see a game one. This crowd is going to be louder than it's ever been. And when it is, now, you'll know who to thank. Because when the big scary man guy walks into the building, you know, as another fan, you gotta get it going. I wanna get the flag out there, and I wanna get skating around, I wanna get people yelling, I wanna get people cheering, get people pumped. John Coco, 7 News. So first things first, hello everybody, and welcome once again, the most must-hear podcast, Big Mouth, Small Words, Sports Talk. It's going to be hard for me to not talk like a Viking right now. It's going to be hard for me to talk like a normal person because I'll tell you right now, this last week has been crazy. I hope everybody had a good Memorial Day weekend. I hope everything's going well. When last we spoke, I was basically talking... Man, yeah, well, it's been a while. I'm trying to think now. Sorry, it's been crazy. So, I believe I put up a podcast. We were up 2-0 on the Hurricanes. Are the Bruins going to be cut bound? I said yes. I said five games. I was wrong. Sweep. Got the broom. Sweep them up. Okay, so we're in the cup. Unbelievable. On Friday, I was on Toucher and Rich. They were nice enough to have me on with Xanadude, with the Bruins' real ultimate warrior, and we went nuts. We got it going. Fast forward, and I'm, I'm on NBC. I'm on Channel 7 that you just heard about being a super fan. I got to say, only in Boston. <laughs> I mean, you know, only in Boston can a dude dress up like my alter ego, the big scary man guy with the Viking horns and, and be on Channel 7 and be on all these, like, outlets media outlets it's so crazy it's such a good time it speaks volumes as to how great boston is it speaks volumes as to the passion of this city and what we care about and it's just unbelievable and i have to really quickly before i dive into the game just say to everybody thank you thank you for caring thank you for being loud thank you for just you just, Boston is just one of those places. And I've been saying it. I've been getting interviewed over and over and over and over again. I just got to say, we love our sports. 
and it is a wonderful thing. It, the camaraderie, everything, bringing everybody together, it really is amazing. You know, whether I'm going into a bar, whether I'm driving in, no matter what I've been doing this weekend, everybody's been loud, everybody's been fired up about Boston, and I love it, and I love you, and let's kick into this recap, all right? I'm gonna go over this game, I'm gonna talk about what I think is going to happen in this series, and let's get it going. Okay, so as you heard, very exciting. The Bruins win 4-2. to They get it going. But how the hell we get there? Because <laughs> I'll tell you, in the first period, woo, I was I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I think all in all, in the first period, the Bruins came out hard. But the Blues had the energy to match, no doubt. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. So Corrali, I believe, took a tripping penalty early. And the Bruins were able to kill it off. Um, there were, to me personally, there was too many calls in the beginning. But uh, then after a kill, we had another penalty, killed that off. But then, uh, Braden Shen comes. Yeah, Braden Shen came over. He scored in the slot. It was one nothing Blues. It was whatever. I think everyone in the building didn't care. It didn't really take the air out of the place. It wasn't that bad. Until it gets to the point where Pasta does a no-look pass to <laughs> Tarasenko and he smashes Tuca and it's two to nothing blues and you're thinking, okay now, let's 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 try to take it easy here. It looked early like we were the better team, but we're down 2-0. Not great. But you know what they say. And it's the same thing that Matt looked, turn around. The Warrior looked me dead in the face. The two-goal lead is the most dangerous lead in hockey. 100% right. Because then, I want to say less than five minutes later, Sean Corrali comes in, finds Connor Clifton, far post, bang, biscuit in the basket all day. So it's two to one. Next, we... God, what the hell happened? I know we scored. (laughs) I know we tied the game. I'm just trying to think of who tied it. Oh, it was McAvoy. So, kind of an abysmal power play, I believe. I remember watching it. I remember getting really pissed off because they kept hitting it out of the zone. Too many passes on the power play. 
Too many. Take the freaking shot. I literally, before McAvoy shot it, I said, just shoot the freaking puck. And then he reps it. Bang. Goal. All day. Let's go. Third period. Sean Crowley. This dude has, he just, I don't get it. This guy scores big goals. In the Winter Classic, in the playoffs last year, in the, in the he, he just in the playoffs steps up and becomes this player that just saves the day, man. I mean, five minutes into the third period, Sean Corrali puts him ahead. He got a great pass from uh, Nolachari across the crease. Quick tap from the skate to the stick. Bang. You know Corrali wasn't going to miss. And this is what I'm going to tell you right now. Okay? There's one I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> is that the period got crazy. Because we're up 3-2. We're up Troy Krug and David Perron are like just wrestling with each other behind the play. Pasta and Jake DeBrusque addition hits. Krejci and Johansson are just making St. Louis look like they're standing still with some dirty dangles, dirty passes. St. Louis is trying to fight, but that scrum with Krug, I'm telling you, Krug gets up, he wants to just smash Perron, but Perron's too smart for that. He goes to the bench, so Krug doesn't let up at all. He's skating as hard as he can, and boom! (laughs) He just lays the dirtiest of hits. Like, the dirtiest of hits, and I, I just couldn't believe it. It was unbelievable. I loved it. Crew got that building electrified. It was unbelievable hit. I love it. I want to say he hit Maroon, but I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, and St. Louis, you know, they used their timeout with about two minutes left. Pulled Bennington at that point. You know, Marshy's going to hit it. So Marshy gets an empty netter. No real late heroics from the Blues in the game, and Boston wins game one. I mean. You come out of that, the shots were 38 to 18. I mean, the Blues didn't have a lot of great chances. If the Bruins tighten up on defense, which I believe they will pretty easily, because remember, as as everybody said, the layoff was going to kind of hurt the Bruins. And it, it did. They were definitely a little sloppy to start. As the game went on, we got better and better and better and better. As a matter of fact, Bennington did a little better than I thought he was going to do. He did actually stand on his head for a couple. I mean, the McAvoy one was kind of iffy that he gave up. There were a couple goals he gave up that were iffy. But all in all, I mean, 38 shots, you know. I mean, 34 saves, pretty good. Not not terrible. I don't know. We just, I don't want to sound too confident, but I've been confident all year. We're the best team. We are gritty. We are not afraid to dig corners. And the, the bottom line is the Blues have a great first line. I don't think they outplayed our first line, though, which is not good for them. Their second line's pretty decent. But their third and fourth line, to me, are trash. And our third and fourth line constantly contribute. I mean, what can you say about, like, Johansson has absolutely stepped up. You, I mean, Clifton was was one of the players of the game. Corrales, the number one star. I mean, when you've got players like that stepping up, they have nothing to combat our fourth line. Nothing. And and the depth showed 
already in game one. And it's only going to get harder for the Blues. It's only going to get... I mean, they're going to have to just ride the wave of momentum when they get home. They're going to have to. And that's their only hope. But they have a problem in between the pipes called Tuka Rask. I mean, if Pasta doesn't hang him out to dry, he really only let in one goal. And he let in one goal from a guy taking a shot from the point, like right in there. I mean, any goalie is going to let that up. So Tuka's on another level. The Bruins are so calm. They're down two to nothing. I believe this is the first time four unanswered goals and a comeback win, a multi-goal comeback win has happened in the finals. So, listen, this Bruins team's been doing it all year. They have continued to show that they do not care what the score is. They will keep fighting. They will keep winning. They will keep continuing to make the doubters learn. And dare I say, it looks like another championship is coming to Boston. Which is freaking awesome. (laughs) And I'm fired up about it. You better damn sure know the big scary man guy is going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be getting loud. I'm going to be getting it going. Even if I can't get to the garden every time, I will certainly make it to a bar right near there. And get fired up and get the people going. So, one down. Three more wins to go. We're going to talk. I'll be back. We're going to talk about game two. We're going to talk about game three. We're going to talk about game four, five, six, seven. I'm just joking. I ain't going that long. I think we're going to talk about... I think I'm only going to talk to you about another four games. Because I think we win it in five. And I hope we do. So, let's go Bruins. Sorry, I'll try to do this better. I'm just... I'm so hurt. Let's go Bruins! Not good? <coughs> that was good. Let's go Bruins.